Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Hello Hello again. We are still figuring out our lives. We don't know where we are. So we're doing another re-release. And I got to get right into this because here's why we're doing a re-release of this. But then I had feelings about this re-release. Okay. We're doing this because Barry Kagan, I say Kagan, somebody else says Keoghan, everyone says different things, is in The Killing of a Sacred Deer. And Kim and I have wanted an opportunity, a reason to talk ad nauseum about the movie We need to talk about Saltburn. So we need that, to talk about Saltburn. That is what we're doing. But before we talk about Saltburn, I have multiple things to say that I will get out in quick succession and you can address any and all that you would like to. Can I just start by saying this is episode eight, The eight. Killing of a Sacred Deer. It came out October 3rd, 2018. Yeah. Uh, okay. First, this was hard to listen to. I do not like myself in these early episodes. <laughs> I really hated listening to this a lot. What specifically? There was actually a couple things where I was like, that feels unlike Ketrin. Uh, it was just, I think we hadn't gelled yet. Mm. And I just didn't feel like there was as much of like a rhythm as there is now. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, you know, cause it, it was just uh, really painful to listen to. And I really hated it. <laughs> I really hate so it. So I hope you guys like it. You're about to get an hour and a half of it. Enjoy. Yeah. I'm sure you guys will. I mean, I'm sure you guys will have very, I mean, like it's, just listening to yourself from five years ago is just very unset. You know what I should say? I didn't hate it. It's very unsettling. Okay. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Uh, and then also I watched a killing, the killing of a sacred deer, uh, which uh-huh. I hadn't before, uh, yeah. as we talked about in our previous re-release that I did the entire assignment and, uh, Kim didn't. So I got a straight <laughs> A for this. this bitch. Um, so well, I've the- seen this one. Yeah, but I figured out why our episodes are so much longer now. Why? So having just watched the movie and then listening to our episode, we go into so much more fucking detail of like now 
dialogue and everything. Like there were literal like entire scenes where you were like, you know, and they're talking about something and then we cut to. And I was like, right. This is where they're talking about like blah, blah, blah. You know, like there was one point where uh, he's banging on the on Alicia Silverstone's house being like get out here and like the gist of it was there like he's banging on the door because he's pissed whatever but like <laughs> the line that he says is definitely something that current Kim and Ketron would have acknowledged because he's banging mm-hmm. on the door and says uh open the door I'm gonna fuck you both which is what you both want and I was like <laughs> oh shit oh my god you're gonna fuck us both oh my god um so because yeah. then we were just watching one time one time without pausing and without writing pausing and sometimes you were watching with a stranger wild yeah 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 remember back at the originally I was always trying to find someone to watch with yeah it never happens now yeah and like and yeah like, you can't go into that much detail when you're watching with another person in the room like it's just not even possible to do it's I mean wild. less that but less more not pausing yeah and only watching once so you're like figuring out what's happening as you're writing, as you're writing. Like, oh, I don't know so you yeah. know that's important yeah so that was that was yeah. the mystery that I solved there's also no um, bell yet obviously I no don't remember bell. what episode we got a bell but it was so weird I was like did she get it right or not did she yeah. get a point <laughs> well because remember it was Anna that like sent us bells I know but I don't remember Sometimes. when I don't remember either uh, this is the first episode we had recorded since the podcast had gone live which yeah. is just insane to think so about. Wild, so wild. Uh, okay, shall we move on to Saltburn? Saltburn. Saltburn. Holy shit! Holy shit! I watched uh, it on a plane. You watched it on a plane? Someone was sitting next to me. Oh man, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I I guess I, I guess where I'll start is that like, are we doing spoiler alert? Is there spoiler? Yeah, let's do a spoiler spoilers? alert. Yeah, spoiler, 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 if you spoiler. Seen Saltburn, skip ahead. Um, five minutes. So, Barry Kagan is incredible. Uh, Love him. He's amazing. And Loved him since Killing of a Sacred Deer. Loved him since I, Dunkirk, which I even yeah. talked about in the freaking thing. Yeah, I did not see the twist coming. Like, I didn't know how we were going to get to the fucked upness as the mm. movie was going on. Uh, that he was like, just so manipulative and behind it all um and i almost listen we watch a lot of gross stuff um for this podcast i'm not particularly squeamish i had throw up come up into my mouth in the bathtub scene really yes i did not like that grossed me out, like tonguing the drain grossed me out <laughs> so badly. I wanted, I was like, I can't with this. I was so fucking grossed out. Um, and yeah, I want to hear your thoughts. I can't remember. Ketron watched it recently and I needed to talk about it after I saw it, but that feels so long ago now. So my main thing was the grave scene was improvised. Yeah. Which I love so much. And didn't you I tell that story so of like much. what you 
what you heard, was it you or Allison that said Allison because like, she saw it at South by Southwest. So Emerald Fennel yeah. was talking about it. Where like it was a closed set, so like you know it was definitely like like apparently like they talked right before you know just kind of being like what do you want to say how what do you a think he's feeling <clears throat> is just for people that may not oh know for what people that means. who. It, usually they do that when there's nudity or sex scenes and stuff like that. So it's like a really yeah. like only the most important personnel are there for like that scene. Basically everyone else leaves the set. Uh, so, you know, just to make everyone more comfortable. So I assume yeah. like he was maybe going to get naked yeah, in general then. Uh, but, he, you know, they're just like, you know, how do you think he's feeling in this moment? And she just goes, I think he would unzip. <laughs> He really did. I mean, she was right. Like, the only logical move for that character to do was, like, that I did see coming. As soon as he was at the grave, I was like, he's going to fuck this grave. I did not see it. (laughs) I felt like it was the, what does that say about me? That I was like, oh, obviously he fucks this grave right now. (laughs) <laughs> that concerns me. <laughs> that concerns me. That, that yeah, you love cemeteries. I, do. I don't know what you're doing there. I do. Bow chicka bow wow. Me and the ghosts. Um, and uh, I think my takeaway from the whole movie was that listen, I get it. Did you see that house? You know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Did I send that- you the thing that was like? The meme that was like, Sawburn's just the story about what millennials will do to get a good home or something like that. That's exactly how I felt. That's exactly how I fucking felt. Like, I was just like, yeah, I was like, yep. Like, I, I was like, now, if there was a way to like do it without murdering everybody, I guess I'd prefer that. If not, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And Kim brought up the good point. She was like, uh, she was like, I would hope that if my son was the one who was murdering people to get their house, that he would at least invite me to come live there with him. But it looks like he's living there all by his lonesome, Kim. You didn't even invite me, his mom. Yeah. What the fuck? And then I also said that uh, this character is one of the many reasons I don't want children. Because th- his parents well, were this so this is why kind. I brought up the, the mom thing. Yeah. yeah. He, his his parents were so kind and so normal and this motherfucker, they had no control over producing a sociopath. And I just, I can't take that risk. So D feels like Barry Keegan Kilgan only does like this character basically. So he yeah. like, doesn't think it's that great. And I'm just like, no, yeah. Playing this is it's so nuanced and so it's wonderful. So nuanced. But he's like, well, didn't he do this in like Killing of a Sacred Deer? And didn't he play kind of like an offbeat, you know, the character mm-hmm. in the in Ishirin or whatever? I, I not, didn't see not, that one. The, not the same sinisterness, but just like right. the same kind Off. of like I'm quiet and like I think he's maybe nonverbal in that. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, that being said, but Dunkirk, I think he's super fucking different. I have to yeah. remember. I have to rewatch it or something. But I was like, no, I think he's like fun and cool. Not cool ever in that. But I also think he's really fucking different in Killing of a Sacred Deer. He's off and he's weird, but he's a completely different type. of Exactly. Off but I think only weird. actors can see that. Oh, okay. Like D's just like, no, he's like doing like the same basic thing. And so he's like, yeah, anyone can just be like quiet. And I'm like, no, no. you have no idea what's happening underneath there. Yeah, that's... Like, he's uh, phenomenal. 
He's incredible. And the fact that like he didn't, I mean, to me, he did not tip his hand. Like I did not, no, not at all. Know that. Like I wasn't it, sure what the he end was game planning was it from the beginning Correct. at all. Yeah. Like even yeah. with stuff with the sister and everything, like I was like, I don't know what he's trying to do exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? Yeah. It was really, it was really shocking. And I felt like it was a really great, um, take on sort of the British. I was just talking to my dad about this yesterday that, uh, watching things like the crown or even like going over to the UK a lot. Like it's making me realize that like I was raised very sort of like Britishy, like cult- culturally kind of uh-huh. Britishy and the feeling of like just being unable to express emotions because it's just like so fucking frowned upon. I felt mm-hmm. like this movie did a really good job of like showing the struggle of that and like how it can drive you mad yeah. basically. And then you, and then you throw so much money on top of that. And like, it makes you cuckoo, like cuckoo, cuckoo. Um, and I thought they did a really good job of that. I did love, and this is what I told D was uh, speaking of the crown and things like that. Anytime we're seeing, for the most part that I can think of, like um, British castles and things like that and mm-hmm. life within because uh, Downton Abbey, all of that. It's all old timey. Old timey. It's all like a long time ago. And this was so modern and so current that I was yeah. like, oh, this is like a fun, different look. How there's like a rave in a life. Yeah, ballroom. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I thought was fun, but also made me jealous and want to steal their castle. So. And and Time take to murder notes them all. on what Barry Keoghan was doing. Like, who yeah. can we, you know, make feel so- well? Since I'm heading over there, I'll start the process. I'll Thank see you. if I can like. Can you befriend. start doing the groundwork, please? Totally, I think I can. Yeah. Um, you mean um, Barry, aka Irish McDuff. Yeah. <laughs> when when I watch this movie. And I heard that his name was Martin. I was like, why is the name Martin ringing zero bells to me? And I was like, because we call him McDuff. Why? Also, we like described everything about each character at the Dead or Alive. Did you catch that? Yes. We were like, this person who does this, this person who does this. And now I'm like, I want you to know nothing. Yeah. I like the way we do it now better. I think uh, I love that it was Kim and Bob. I totally forgot about that or the brother and sister that. And I remember that blowing my mind at the time because I was like, what small child is named Bob? Like at the very least it's Bobby oh. when, when they're a kid, like Kim's like, uh, like my, my brother, brother. My little brother. but you called him Bobby, right? Probably. Yeah, I did. Like when I did mean, you still start call calling him Bobby? Him? When did he start being called Bob? I mean, in school and stuff, he was called Bob. I don't think like they called him Bobby in school. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like you have to be like, yeah, he went by Bob. His name was Bob Burns. I feel like you have to be, I thought I was under the impression that you had to be a minimum of 30 years old to go by Bob. Definitely not. Okay. There's no requirement on that. He was definitely in school being called Bob. That was his name. But was he legally being called Bob or was he breaking the law by being under the age of 30? Well, you know what? My brothers are wild child so yeah who knows who could say uh yeah kim and bob uh so that was fun also i was doing international dong 
couldn't believe this yeah. was the moment I was about to go to Mexico City. That's, you that was about fun. to go to Mexico City. Yeah, we were just different. It was we were also different people. way back when the this way back when we realized open house was 11% slash 9%. Yeah. <laughs> I was Ooh, like, boy. wow, that started early. Yeah, it did. Well, because that was like episode f- yeah. three or, or something yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was fun to look back on. Oh, and then <laughs> I hadn't looked at like what the title was. Oh, <laughs> I completely forgot about the tale of a sacred SpongeBob. Sacred and so SpongeBob. I forgot. It made me laugh out loud. Like so hard. Laugh that w- out loud. And I feel like that was the first episode where I was like trying to stop laughing, like tr- really trying to stop laughing and being like, I might I can't I might have to stop this episode I can't stop laughing and also was that Tracy in the background no I think it was Maya who the fuck's Maya you You literally say in the episode I love Maya you you say I love Maya oh I missed that and I have no recollection of her Maya you lived with someone named Maya and I (laughs) knew her wild (laughs) you literally talk about her I I was lying, clearly. She clearly made no impression on me. (laughs) (laughs) She was like quiet. She was a therapist or in therapy school or something. I don't think that happened. I don't think that happened. Yeah, no, Tracy would know all of this. That's why it was like someone who was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Uh, So yeah, okay, Saltburn, Killing of a Sacred Oh, and that was like so funny because I was like, oh, you really see my brain working there because it was like she's giving... Bob, a Bob, sponge, a sponge bath. bath. She's, no, giving she's giving a sponge bath. bath to Bob. Right. And you she's could see my him. brain goes, she's giving a sponge bath. Like I just yeah. skipped over bath. <laughs> and that is like what still happens five years yeah. later. My brain just like m- moves faster than my mouth where it's yeah. going through words and then brings them together. <laughs> um. So yeah, let us know your thoughts on salt burn and, um, enjoy this episode from when Kim and I were just teeny itty bitty tiny little podcast babies babies. just the teeniest little babies he lives in a pineapple under the sea spongebob square square pants (laughs) um okay guys enjoy bye what's your favorite scary movie oh come on you know I don't watch that shit why not too scared no No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Cheers. Cheers. Catherine's drinking out of a tiny, tiny miniature glass of wine right now. I'm trying to cut back. (laughs) It just means I'm going to drink more glasses. Tiniest, tiniest little glass. Um, Hi. Hello. I missed you. I missed you. It's been a minute since we, Mm -hmm. it's been a minute since we've recorded, but we have had a very busy two weeks with the launch of the first oh right this is episodes. the first episode we're recording since our podcast is actually alive now <laughs> hooray yes. yay we, we brought it to alive. life we are alive um uh we saw should we talk about seeing scream 
Yes. So for those of you that don't live in LA, one of the trillion awesome things that LA does is we have this really cool cemetery called Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Mm -hmm. And on the back side of this mausoleum is just sort of like a blank wall and a huge lawn in front of it. Mm -hmm. And they just fucking show movies there. It's so cool. It's so much fun. So you just bring a blanket. Synespia? Synespia? Yeah. I don't know how they say it. Synespia. I say Synespia, but I think some people say Synespia. Synespia. It's fucking cool. Tweet us at (laughs) KKSamPodcast and tell us how to say it. Um, So my darling, amazing husband is always looking for fun things for his wives to do. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And um, so he saw that uh, Synespia was playing Scream at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, uh, which is all, I mean, all of one of our favorite. Yes. It's the fucking best. Yeah. Um, and totally was part of what inspired us to create this, um, from the quote. Yep. So that's it. It was really cool. I, do you remember where you were when you first saw Scream? I do. Not the first Scream. Oh my God. Girlfriend. I think I saw it in the theater though. I did too. I saw it with Clay Goodyear, who was a grade above me and I had the biggest fucking crush on him. And I did, I mean, we've talked about what I was like in middle school. Boys didn't like you. I don't think he did. I think I was like just pretty aggressive in my crushes. And occasionally I could wear people down for a limited period of time. And I think like we went on kind of like a group date and I Mm -hmm. maneuvered my seat to be next to Clay Goodyear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, pretended to be like, significantly more scared than I actually was, um, you know, because that's what boys want, right? Like, scared scared little bunnies. So I was being a scared little bunny. Um, And then I think he pretty soon after started dating my friend, which is usually how it went. So I decided to have a crush on his little brother instead, which also left me unrequited. Yeah. It was was not great. Sounds rough. Yeah. But that's when I saw Scream. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember. I'm sure I saw it with Steph Dawson. Maybe Dana. Um, Yeah. No boys. Not that I recall. It was a great movie to see with boys. Because there was a lot. I mean, there's like lots. I definitely met boys in the movie theater of Scream 2. Of course you did. I love it. (laughs) Was Scream 2 the one that we tried to watch right afterwards and all fell asleep? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, not because it was not bad. We were, we were just fucking tired. Yeah, it was, we were really tired. So um, anyway, yeah. So we saw Scream in the cemetery, and it was so much fucking fun. It was so fun. Live her alone. Live her alone. <laughs> <laughs> we also discovered that one of the reasons that our Kim and my friendship has stood the test of time, one of the many reasons, is because oh, we have never, ever... We don't like the same people. We don't like the same people. We've never had a crush on the same boys. Whenever there's like a duo of boys, we always, just by luck, go for the other one, which is so convenient because there's no fighting. So you were a skeet... Team skeet. Team skeet, skeet, skeet. skeet. I was team Matthew Lillard, obviously. Skeet Ulrich was so hot when I was like in seventh grade. I, f- I find him very rodent faced. I think now in my gr- my grown up years, um, 
I enjoyed Matthew Lillard more. Mm-hmm. But in who I was as a seventh grader. Sure. A troublemaker. All day. Yeah. Whereas, like, all I had to offer the gentlemen of my time was, like, banter. Like, funny banter. Like, I could make them laugh. So, to me, I was like, ooh, this Matthew Lillard Mm. guy. Like, we're on the same same wavelength. That's what I'm into. I'm going to do a poll on Twitter to see who was Team Skeet or Team... Team Skeet or Team Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Live her alone. What ever happened to him? Either of them. Anyway, so it was fun. So what else went on with you? You watched a movie. I watched a movie. I watched it alone. Oh, how did it go? Uh, how were you as a viewing partner? I was great, obviously. Um, less entertaining than some of my other partners. Sure. Um, but I... Uh, I held it down. Did so you I, watch I it at night? Fun. Yep. Kim. I know. Uh, my roommate came in and out here and there, and she had some quips about it. She's <laughs> like, "What the fuck are you watching?" <laughs> um, but yeah, because I am going to Mexico tomorrow. <gasps> tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, that's why you're packing. With the gentleman. Um, that is so <laughs> fucking exciting. Who lives in Canada? So, yeah. hashtag international dong, <laughs> SNL <laughs> sketch about Kim's life, hashtag ing. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I I did not go on a date with anyone to watch this movie because I'm going on a date with someone to Mexico for a weekend. Oh, that's so fucking great. Now, and he doesn't he, live in this country. Well, but also what I was going to ask is he not into horror movies or was it more like a time constraint that you couldn't like you you weren't like let's let's facetime a movie or something yeah no i mean like i had like one specific time that i needed to watch this movie and like yeah it wasn't gonna work out got it um yeah i don't think he likes them the way we like them but he's not opposed yeah I mean, I'm not going to watch one in Mexico City with him, but... Sure. No, I think the, there's probably the, other things to do in Mexico City. two days I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> probably a, a few other things to do than watch a horror movie. Um, so, yeah, considering I'm dating someone who lives out of the country at the moment, um, uh, it's going to be hard to date watch movies with him. We'll see. Well, we'll as see we know, Skip Porter has... <laughs> offered to, to watch a horror Skip. movie with you. Uh, um, thanks, yeah. Peg will not be there. <laughs> quoting quoting what she said today, it's just not really her thing. That's Kedrin's mom and dad. Which is fine. Very sweet. Yeah. Um, so what did you watch by yourself like I a big girl? watched a movie. So this was inspired by... Me meeting a friend of a friend who is a director. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think that he has won an Emmy. What? For Zach and Mia? The Zach something Zach and Mia. Oh, fuck. I should have prepared this part. Oh. <laughs> well, we can look. We'll, um, look we'll post about uh, it the, afterwards. On Awesomeness TV. He did um, the Zach and Mia thing. Um, okay. And yeah. But he was awesome. And we kind of just like sat and talked about film. Oh, cool. And like totally had like clearly like some of the same stuff and I told him what I like and he's like oh and I told him about like we were doing this and he's like oh if you like like that kind of stuff you'll love the killing of a sacred deer (gasps) oh I saw that this was on your list and I was so jealous that Mm -hmm. you uh claimed that one because I heard it was really good there was billboards up up 
up around LA for it a little bit ago. Um, anyway, I can't wait to hear it. I had not heard about it. Um, so it's by the same director of The Lobster, (gasps) which did you see that? I didn't see it, but it was one of those ones that I like really wanted to see. It was with Colin Farrell and it was kind of like a, a quirky kind of love story. Also that just reminded me of a, another horror that I want to watch on the list. I claim it. I'll tell you. Uh, later. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So it's very, this is also kind of, I don't know if quirky is the right word, but it's like you could, they're just, they're, they're similar. Like they're, they look similar and they're made similar and stuff, but this is just Was like the lobster a horror movie. No. Oh, okay. Not You're just all. saying like, um, look wise. Yeah. Yes. Like the thing about this is like, it's not horror in the way, like, so I have a lot of questions for you, but like none of them are going to be like, what would you do? Sure. Because it's not like a... Uh, it's not the same structure. It's not like that. Okay. But it is... Oh, fucked up. Oh, my God. I can't wait. In a psychological, oh, my God, way. I can't wait. Um, so, yeah. Let's hear it. Um, you have a total of 28 points that you can receive. Okay. And we'll start with the characters. Okay. Dead or alive. Mm-hmm. Starting with the dad, played by Colin Farrell. Oh, uh, I'm going to say Alive. Alive. Uh, the Mom, played by Nicole Kidman. Whoa. Um, dead. Um, the Daughter, whose name is Kim. <gasps> dead. <laughs> the Son, whose name is Bob. Which what? is my freaking brother's name. That's weird. I lost my mind when I realized what their names were. That's fun. Wouldn't it be weird if Nicole and uh, Colin's names were Genevieve and Barry? <laughs> that would be so fucking weird. Uh, he, I feel like the kids are dead. The I'm going to say dead. dead. Yeah. Um, Martin, who is like a teenage family friend. He's played by Barry Keoghan who um, was in Dunkirk. He's one of the boys in Dunkirk. Did okay. you see Dunkirk? I didn't. Um, I went to see a screening of it here with um, that had like the cast there and uh-huh. the director and everything. It was like actually really cool. Um, and he was hilarious. Oh, like this really? kid. Because he's Irish. And most of the boys, they were like British. Some of them, it was like their first film. Because they're all like young. And so like they were really open yeah. to just like casting new boys and yeah. stuff. Because they were like teenagers in mm-hmm. it and stuff. Um, and Barry's actually done like a lot of indie stuff and um he was so freaking funny like I, I just like fell in love with him um I think okay based on how you just described him I'm gonna say that he dies with a really colorful death scene <laughs> um, so bonus points if it's colorful don't tell me yeah uh Martin's mother played by Alicia Silverstone <gasps> oh Oh, what? look at you playing moms now. I know. Um, sidebar, I work worked in a, in a high school today, like a big giant uh-huh. high school. It is literally, if we were going to write and cast a movie that took place in the 90s, we would have to do zero costume changes of today's youth. Clueless. Oh my God. It's fucking crazy. It's insane. That's funny. Um, it just looks like our high school. Um, I think she's probably dead um. Hello, where I wrote. <laughs> where Where'd you go? I wrote 
Martin's mother again, oh. <laughs> which is not what I meant. And then I, I was confused. Martin's father. Father. Okay. <laughs> Who, is he played? Um, I don't know. Uh, dead. And uh, Matthew, who is a friend of Colin Farrell. He's a, um, Colin Farrell's a surgeon. This is like his anesthesiologist. Alive. Um, okay. Let's get into the killing of a sacred deer. Let's do this. I already finished my wine already. Because you have the tiniest glass in all the land. All right. I'm just going to have to deal because I really want to listen. Let's hear it. Unless you want more so you can sit back and enjoy the show. Sorry. That I'm I'm about to put on. (laughs) Okay, here we go. (laughs) Close up opens up on a close up of a human heart beating inside the body. So my kind of totally Ketrin's jam. I love it. Um, It's a slow zoom out and we see it's like a surgery. (gasps) And so there's like kind of creepy opera music playing a little bit. There's like the title card. Um, and then it like cuts to like the surgeons, like taking off their, you know, garb. Okay. Um, so it's Colin Farrell, um, and his friend Matthew, who's the anesthesiologist. Um, and they're just like walking down the hall. This entire movie had like a bajillion amazing shots. Like the way it was filmed was beautiful and brilliant. And the sound was really great too. Throughout really? The whole thing. Yeah. The music and like, I don't know. The difference, the, I'm going to say music. Score, the yeah, score, score or score. soundtrack. Yeah. I'm going to say score. Um, so anyway, so it's just kind of like Colin and Matthew like walking down the hall talking about watches, the watches that they have. Um, and he's like, hey, where'd you get your watch from? You know, da, 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 da. Um, cut to like a diner. Our um, Irish friend, Barry, let's call it, what should we call him? Irish. Uh I can't call him Barry. Let's call him McDuff. McDuff. <laughs> I mean, his name's... Ma- I don't know why I wasn't like, can we call him Martin? <laughs> it's just that I wrote down Barry. It's so I feel like his name's Martin in the movie. <laughs> we just... So now we're just... We're just making his up His name is McDuff. Totally <laughs> different name. Irish McDuff walks in. <laughs> this is going to get really good for what happens soon. Love it. Um, the diner. Irish McDuff walks in. So he's like a teenage boy. Um, oh, he's a te- Okay. Got it. And like, uh, sits down and like meets with uh, Colin Farrell, and then um, and then they're kind of like parked outside a bridge. And in my brain, I'm like, is that the Brooklyn Bridge? Oh, okay. And they're not on like I think they're on like the Jersey side, but I couldn't tell. And then I did actually Google whether or not um, it uh, was where it took place, and I couldn't Whoa, find Whoa, are we like doing so. research now? Is I am, because like usually thing? I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'll come back to that later. Okay. Oh, can I side note real quick that Please. I have a new system to find movies? What? Um, a, to look up <laughs> what's a little bit of like points of like reviews on like Rotten Tomatoes or something first. Well, duh. What were you doing before? I was just looking for the scary movies. Oh, Burnsy. Can, can I tell you what the Rotten Tomatoes score for the open house is? Oh, my... 22. No. What? What? 11. 11? Actually, so listen to this. Our <laughs> episode that, that came out, The Open House, my friend Haley tweeted to me and was like, uh, I know the person that directed that. 
oh no. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And she was like, no, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they already know because once I like then looked up some other things, like there's so many articles about how like, like when Netflix gives up complete quality control right. or something I mean, like that. Like, yeah, like, it's, it's not like horrible. we're the, it's not like we're blowing up the spot no. of this movie and we're the no. first people. Yeah. So I don't feel bad. I got an 11 and I got an audience score of nine. <laughs> so I was like, damn. Okay. I'm guessing well, this- um, I feel better about my feelings about it. <laughs> I'm guessing this one did a little better. This one did better. And now I have, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fucking watch some good movies from now on because I was traumatized. So anyway. Okay. So we're in good. a diner. No, we're parked outside oh. the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, good, good. Okay. We don't know if it's Brooklyn. But, um, and Colin Farrell gives McDuff uh, a watch. Okay. That he had just bought for him. Okay. Oh, that's um, nice. And so then we cut to family dinner. <clears throat> so it's Nicole and Colin and then Kim and Bob. <laughs> Me and my brother. Sure. Bobby and Kim. Um, so Kim's older. She's like a early teens. Okay. Um, and then Bob is maybe like 10 or something like that. Okay. And Little baby Bob. He has like long hair. Um, and like dad, the Colin is like... <laughs> <laughs> Colin. Colin. Dad the Colin. <laughs> Colin the dad. Dude dad. <laughs> is telling him, hey, like you need to get a haircut, you know, and he's like, I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Um, or after the party or whatever. Um, and they keep talking about like after the party, and then they they go upstairs and it's like Nicole and Colin, and she's like, I think I'm gonna wear that black dress to the party tomorrow. So like something's happening tomorrow. Um, and I just wrote down very polite family. Oh like, they're all just very like polite that doesn't bode Um, well families that are polite end up killing each other that's a fact (laughs) okay and um i was gonna ask this as a question but it's like too bizarre and insane that i just do it anyway just don't even do just i'll do okay i'll do just do it anyway um i'm just gonna do the first thing that pops into my head so it's nicole and colin they're like in their bedroom um so they're just like you know talking about the black dress she's gonna wear um and, you know, she's wearing, like, her nightgown. He's, like, sitting in bed. She's wearing her nightgown. And she, like, just stands by the bed and she goes, general anesthetic? And he goes, yeah. What does she do? Uh, she fucking Michael Jackson's him to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what he... Oh, he, that's a good guess. Yeah, like, he, she, like... Ro- not rohypnol that's a date rape drug uh, like f- fen- fentanyl, I think is oh, what no, it is. Oh, no, the chlor... No, 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 no. How? So Michael Jackson had like basically a doctor who would like give him like fentanyl. I think it's fentanyl, which is like an anesthetic to so that he could sleep. sleep. But that's not sleeping. That's yeah, it's just being passed. Like yeah, that's like deleting your consciousness. So that's what I think. Um, That's a good guess. Oh, it's wrong. Um, (laughs) Okay, no, she gets on the bed and then basically plays dead. What? Like she just like lays down <gasps> with like her head hanging off the side of the thing. So she's like on her back. She spreads her arms out and she just like has her head like laying off the, the end of the bed. Basically. And then they have dead sex. And then he like starts to like jerk off a little. <gasps> and then he like comes up to her and he like kisses her. And then like they take each other's clothes off. You don't really see yeah. anything there. Um, so but yeah. This new podcast that I'm listening to, shout out to Wine and Crime. Podcast. Ooh, oh my god, it's crime. so good. It's three girls who literally like pair a bottle of wine with the crime that they're gonna talk about. It's, oh, I love it's that. It's the fucking best. 
But one of the crimes that they talked about, I think it was their first episode, was um, necrophilia. There are apparently stages of necrophilia, like different levels of necrophiliacs. And one of them is people who uh, pretend that the person they're having sex with is dead or like like not yeah. responsive. Yeah. So I guess this wouldn't technically count because she's general anesthesia, but like yeah. it's could potentially be a form Creepy. of necrophilia. All right, go ahead. Um, I like that. I want to check them out. Wine and crime. Yeah. Um, okay. So then we cut to, we're at the hospital and Martin McDuff is there and he's like just waiting for Colin, who's mm-hmm. the surgeon, you know, and, and he comes in and like, Colin's like, hey, I just had to call first if you're going to come. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I might be busy. <laughs> and he's, like, kind of weird about it. Um, and and McDuff is just like, oh, but I, I just – I got a new leather strap for the watch you gave me. I just wanted to, like, show you. Okay. Um, and then they kind of run into Matthew, the anesthesiologist. And, you know, and he's like, oh, who's who's this? You know, and Colin's just like, oh, this is my daughter's school friend. Um, you know, ran into him and his parents at the mall. And he, he wants to be a cardiologist, which is what Colin is. Okay. And he uncreepified that because I was like, if I found out my dad was hanging out with one of my high school friends, I'd be like, this is creep town. Yeah. Well, and then, but McDuff is giving him like a weird look this whole time. Okay. So that's weird. Okay. Um, they go to the house. Um, and the daughter's just like singing like scales, um, mm-hmm. and like Colin's just like watch, you know, like listening to her. This is when I find out that their names are Kim and Bob, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, then we're in a big ballroom Ooh. filled with lots of people. So this is clearly like the party they've been talking about, oh, right? And party. Colin is giving a speech. Okay. Um, so I think like you know either him or like somebody either they're being like rewarded for something um as doctors and shit um and they're at the party they're kind of like talking to someone um so it's like nicole and farrell uh, and farrell are there i'm just i what the <laughs> fuck am i doing nicole and colin farrell are there sure sure kidman and farrell you know <laughs> you know them uh and someone offers to like go get them a drink and you know and nicole's like oh he hasn't had a drink in three years oh um, and you know, they're like, oh, how are the kids? And they're like, oh, they're great. We got Bob a piano. And then we, uh, and then they say one fact about Kim, the daughter, let's say she's somewhere between the 12 and 14 year range. Okay. Um, something new has happened in her life. What is it? She got her period. That is fucking correct. Ma'am. What? <laughs> 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 that's wait why am i so good at this now um okay i don't know but i don't like it that's so upsetting they say our daughter started menstruating last week please don't tell me um and then we cut back to um colin and mcduff and they're walking by that same bridge again um so they're like friends and then like mcduff's talking about how you know since his father died um me and my mom have been very close and you know Colin's like why don't you why don't you come over and like meet the family okay um so McDuff goes to their house and he brings flowers for Nicole and he actually like brought gifts for the kids and they're like super personalized like he got like a um like a keychain that had like a music note on it for Kim because he knows that she's a singer and like um you know something else for Bob and um so then like they're 
it cuts to like the kids talking, like the three of them, like up in Kim's room. And it's like a slow like shot of just like Bob shoes and then onto McDuff shoes. And they're like the same shoes. It's just like a weird, like tiny, tiny little thing. And then like kind of like opens up to the whole room. Okay. But it's just like, okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, Especially because we know he gave him a watch. It's like, did he, is he also buying him shoes? Okay. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just like, oh, interesting. Um, and then uh, Bob is like, hey, so, so you're 16? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, do you have hair under your arm? Uh, uh. <laughs> and so they like talk about that for a little bit. I don't want to tell you. And then Kim says something about herself. What does she say? I have hair in new places. They're wrong. Oh, what is it? She's like, I just got my first period. Dude, that was fucking close. The shit. Um, but- you should have guessed it. I just talked about the period. Right, but I didn't know that she was going to go around talking about her. Well, I guess she, if she wasn't, she wouldn't talk it's about where she was growing thing. hair. Yeah. Got it. Duly noted. You're back to where I live. I- Second. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like, they, like, t- kind of, like, I think he smokes a cigarette. Who smokes um, a cigarette? Uh, McDuff. McDuff. Got um, it. He's like, do you mind if I smoke a cigarette? You know, because he's like cool and 16. Yes, I mind. Um, and like Bob is like, can I see the hair under your armpits? And so he's like, what? he's like, okay. And so he shows him. And Kim's like, you have a great body. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, Why is this whole family creeper? And um, he's like, do you want to go for a walk? And like, Bob's going to stay for whatever reason. And like, um, Kim's like, yeah, like, let's like take the dog for a walk or something. Um, and he's like, no, I'm nervous around dogs. But it's just, like, awkward. I don't know. Right. It's, like, an awkward conversation. And, like, so Kim and McDuff end up going for a walk together. But she's, like, 13 and he's older. He's 16. Okay. So are we supposed to feel like they may have a love connection? Because in my head it's still, like, babysitter, babysitty. Is that not how I'm supposed to feel? That's not how you're supposed to feel. I would say they're the same age. Age-ish. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like... There's a reason that he was like, oh, this is my daughter's school friend. Like, okay. All right. I like guess in my head, like 13, her, but like 13 is like much younger than 16 to me, but I guess it's not in really. high school together. Yeah, that's true. Freshman, junior. Like a junior. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's not like weird for that reason. Like okay. in that way. Um, <laughs> oh crap. I meant to look this up. Um, so they like take a walk together. Um, and it's actually kind of cute. And then like, so clearly she's a singer. And so then it like, she's just like standing against a tree for a while. And um, he and is singing and he's just like sitting on the ground, like watching her. And I wrote down, we got the fire because she sings. <laughs> I wanted to sing it to you. We got the fire. <laughs> no, I don't know. And then I couldn't. But also, I'm also not going to know the song. No, it's like a pop. It's like a current pop song. I'm also not going to know the song. I don't know we current pop fire. songs. It's we got the fire. That's what I'm, That's clearly one of the lines. <laughs> but they sing it for like an extended period of time. So like it really goes fire? on. We got the fire. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah. So like you kind of like sense like maybe something happening. Maybe know. something is happening. Kilo, kilo. Maybe it's like Team Ketron Lyle. and Clay at Scream. <laughs> clearly more than that because I think he likes her that's true (laughs) um home um I don't know basically they like invite him to stay the night and he's like no I I need to like I need to go back home like 
you know, because our neighborhood like isn't the best or whatever, I need to get back to my mom because she's alone. Okay. You know? Um, so then it's like, um, back to like Nicole and Colin, like in the bedroom kind of like, you know, she's whatever it's nighttime. She's putting lotion on and stuff like that. Like, and she's like, Oh, he's charming. Um, how, how did his dad die? And Colin's like, Oh, he died in a car crash. He was killed instantly. Um, he was just a patient of mine like years ago. Mm. Um, and she's like, Oh really? She's like, was there a funeral? Like, why don't, why didn't I know about it? Like, didn't you tell me? And he's like, Oh, I think you must've been busy or whatever, you know, but I think he'd be great company for Bob, which is like funny that that's like who he thinks he's going to hang out with. Um, and then he gets a phone call and it's Martin McDuff. Okay. And he's like, and Martin's like, Oh, you invited me to your house. Like I wanted to invite you to my house. Um, because my mom hasn't seen you since the hospital two years ago. Uh, so come over tomorrow night. Okay. And just, just him? Like, yeah. Okay. Um, so then it like cuts to like the hospital parking garage and it's like Colin in his car and it's, he's like driving down the parking garage and you just like see someone kind of like running like down the side and okay. you're like, was that Macduff? Was it? But you like can't really that's tell. That's so weird. Um, so then we go to Martin's house um, and, you know, so he goes there since he was invited and Martin was like, no, I wasn't at the hospital today. And he's just like, okay, that's weird. Um, so they like eat dinner or whatever. And then he's like, do you want to watch a movie? And he's like, no, I really have to go home. And he's like, I don't know. He like says something like super weird to like, like almost guilt him into being like, but watch a movie, you know? McDuff um, wants Colin to watch a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. With him and his mom. Okay. And then, um, uh, so it's the three of them. So, um, Colin and mom, Alicia Silverstone Mm -hmm. are sitting on the couch. McDuff is like sitting on a chair by himself. And Mm -hmm. then like at a certain point, he's just like, I'm going to go to bed. (gasps) He's trying to set up his mom with Colin. Um, so then they're sitting on the couch. Alicia Silverstone gives one compliment to Colin Farrell about a part of his body because and I'm gonna he's like she's like you have really nice this and I only say it because it's funny specifically to me hands yes I thought so (laughs) because it's like it's like a it's like if you think about it it's a way to give like a very sexual sensual compliment to somebody without being like nice dick you know what I'm saying (laughs) Like, I feel like saying, like, you have beautiful hands is, like, very, you know. Well, what's funny is, so I'm a hand model. I don't know if we've ever talked about that on here, but I'm a professional hand model. Yeah, like she's in real literally, life. Kim is literally um, a model. And people always ask me if I have hand insurance. And I'm like, no, because it's actually mostly for surgeons. So it's really expensive. Yeah. Um, so he's a surgeon. And oh, so, so he's hand. Yeah. yeah. So she's just like, you have really nice hands. Though um, I, heard, I heard a rumor that J-Lo has insurance on her legs yeah i know i think she has insurance on her butt oh we should get let's just like insure parts of our body ex- j-lo can afford insurance on her butt oh right i can't even afford my the, health insurance that was the that was the conversation we just had that i'm like no i'm not gonna insure my hands for more than what i make off of them <laughs> <laughs> um okay um but i'm a wealthy person so it's fine yeah and As am I, super wealthy. So um, she's like, oh, you so she's like, you have lovely hands. And um, she's like, I know I told you about at the at the hospital, um, 
blah, blah, blah at the hospital. And then she's like, do you want some dessert? And she's just like super awkward, mm-hmm. um, you know? And then she's like, can I have a closer look at your hands? She sounds thirsty as fuck. And then she like looks at them and then she starts kissing them <laughs> and like sucking on his fingers. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> so what does he do? And what would you do? Oh, uh, okay. What does he do? Um, he lets her wait. Am I Colin or am I Alicia? I think that you're Colin. Um, I'm very uncomfortable by hand sucking. I find it very, uh, intimate yet weird. So I would probably very awkwardly change the subject and take my digits out of her (laughs) mouth. I don't like you. <laughs> but what would you say? Is oh, is that your record player over there? And point with the hand that was just in her mouth. But you just like keep hanging out. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm not not into it. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just not. Okay. A, I'm just not into hand play. Okay. Hand mouth play. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but she, he, he's into it. He lets her. Um, so. He does not. Um, he points to the record player. He gets the heck out of there. Oh, oh so I got it half right. <laughs> I get half a point uh, for that. I'm going to give you points for that, though, because I don't know. I think that might that might be good for you. <laughs> um, that might keep you alive a little bit. All right. So Because um, it, like, pisses her off less. It's, like, less humiliating. Yeah. Got it. Um so, actually, I'm going to give you half points. I think if you just let it happen, that would really be the key. Right. You'll just get half let points someone for that. Suck on my hands. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he leaves. Okay. He's like, she is rebuffed. Nah, bitch. So, he walks into his office the next day. Who's there? McDuff. But Martin McDuff. And he's like, my heart hurts. I'm, I'm worried. He's like, like, you know, my, my father was completely healthy. Like, he should have come out of that surgery alive. Uh, he, takes his sh- he, like, takes his shirt off, basically. He's Ooh. like, I feel like something's wrong with my heart. Oh, God. Um, so then it's like Colin does, like, tests on him. Like, he does, like, that running ch- test or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, like, finishes that. And he's just, like, standing there, like, shirtless. And he's like, do you have hair on your chest? And, and Colin's is- like, yeah. And he's like, can you show me? And he shows him. What? <laughs> Good. And he's like, okay, you do, but not three times more. Bob said that you had three times more. What? Three times and more than who? Like, than him. Than, than okay. All right. Um, and he's just like, <laughs> chill out about the hair growth. <laughs> It's so weird. It's so weird because, like, also when I was telling someone I was watching this movie, they're like, oh, everyone just talks in like very monotone. And I was like, yeah. yes, I think that's like what this director does. Like that's what that's what makes it quirky in that weird way. Or and like, sort of it's like very offbeat. And like, like overly sincere. Like where it's sort of I don't know how to describe it. Keep going, because I don't know how to describe it. But no, I, I know I know like, what you're talking about. I know like Yeah. Yeah. It's just like genuine and monotone. Yeah. Um and uh Anyway, so then he's like, oh, you come over. Macduff's like, come over for dinner again. And Colin's like, no. And he's like, my mom really likes you. I think you're perfect for each other. Um, And, you know, and he's just like, no, I I 
can't. I, yeah. I'm married, and right. you know. And he's like, my anyway, hands are not um, for dinner. You're healthy. You have a. You're you're all good. You have a. Your your heart is fine. You got, got a it. great body. Um, <laughs> got a. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe actually Macduff says that to him. I wrote down great body. <laughs> or maybe that's what you were thinking about the two men in the scene. It's hard to, hard to say. Hard to say. Someone in there has Some, a great body. And someone, and someone said so. it. Someone thought it. Someone thought it, said it. We don't know. We're all, we all liked each other's body. Um, at some point in this arena, Maya, my roommate comes in and she's like, what are you? She's like, what are you? At? She's like, this is so creepy. And you were like, Porn. I think it was the talk about the like, you have more hair in your body, da, 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 like that whole thing. And she's like, this is so, this is bizarre. Like, what is this? What if you were like the uh, creepiest roommate that just watched porn like in the common living room area? <laughs> Gross. That'd be so funny. Ew. Um, so we cut to anesthesiologist friend, our our anesthesiologist buddy. He's um. Like it's kind of like they're having um, him and his wife are having Nicole and Colin over for like dinner or something. He's mm-hmm. like cutting fish, and um, and it's like kind of just a voiceover. It's actually like anesthesiologist just like cutting up fish, and it's like his voiceover being like, "Hi, um, I, I saw uh, I saw that boy that you um, introduced me to at the at the hospital around your car or something like that," and he's like. Oh really? Oh, okay, yeah. And, and he, he just, saw like, him running in the in the yeah. parking garage. Weird, right? Um, and then um, they go back home, and then Kim comes home, and she's like, "I just saw Martin McDuff. He um, he gave me a ride home on a motorcycle. <gasps> Unsafe." And he's like, um, "And Colin's like, well, why didn't you why didn't you have him come in?" And he's and she was like, "Oh, he had to go home." Um. And then it cuts to Martin McDuff just sitting outside on a motorcycle, like staring at the house. Ew, creeper. <laughs> and then like um he like gets a phone call, like probably from Colin, we're assuming, and he like looks at it and just doesn't answer. <gasps> creeper. Yeah, he's just like in the dark. Um and then okay, I wrote down like side notes of being like the music is insane. Like the music is just crazy at this point. And like I don't remember what it was, but it was just like Dang! You <laughs> at different parts. You should be a voice composer <laughs> for sure. <laughs> we got the fire. We got the fire. You have had two <laughs> impeccable uh, examples of your singing prowess tonight, and you are just killing it. <laughs> so it's the next morning, and Colin goes to like wake up Bob, and Bob's like sitting up in bed. And he's like, I can't get up. What? And Colin's like, get up. It's time for school or whatever. And he's like, no, dad, I I can't get up. He's like, my legs are numb. (gasps) He's like, I can't move them. Localized anesthesia? (laughs) And they are at the hospital and they're like getting tests done. And then um, him and Nicole walk out together. Bob and Nicole walk out and it's just like, everything's fine. Okay. So like he can walk. Now. Yeah, so it's like I don't okay. know. It's like weird. So it's like they walk out and they're like everything's fine, and then it's like this awesome shot of like say it's like a big huge hospital. So we're like at the they're Bob and Nicole are like going down an an escalator mm-hmm. of like probably a big hospital, and we're shooting from basically the roof of like the okay, ceiling. So it's, so it's like it's like a bird's eye thing. view. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we see them 
going down the escalator, they get to the bottom and take like one step. What happens to Bob? He collapses. His legs give out again. Correct. Oh my God. I fucking wrote all of these movies. Um, so he falls over and passes out. <gasps> And That's then so they scary. do like an MRI and all this stuff. And they're like, it's all fine. And they're like, has he been stressed out? Like, I don't know. Like, maybe let's just have him like stay overnight. Um, it seems like nothing to worry about. But like C- Colin is a cardiologist and like Nicole is something else. Like she's a doctor as well. Also, it's very to worry about. That they're doing. They're basically like they're doing tests and like nothing's coming up is basically what they're saying. Sure. Um, so... And then it like cuts to like uh, Kim and Martin McDuff like on a motorcycle like at night like her unsafe behind him and just unsafe. Are they wearing helmets? Um, I don't think that they are because actually Colin had asked if she wore a helmet and she's like, yeah, he let me borrow his. I don't remember if they were in this one. Unsafe. Okay, she might have been. Um. So. So next morning, in the hospital, Bob's room. Mm-hmm. Who's there? Macduff. Martin, Martin Macduff. Um, and he whispers to Colin, and he goes, "Come to the cafeteria upstairs with me." Uh. And he's like, "Then they're in the cafeteria," and he's like, "I have a present for you because you gave me a watch and you gave me so much. I didn't want to be rude." And he gives him a Swiss Army knife. Uh-oh. And that's going to come back to slice somebody. <laughs> and they're kind of talking about Bob. And Colin's like, I mean, I'm sure it's, it's fine. I'm sure it's nothing to worry about. And Martin McDuff's is like, no, this is a critical moment. This is a critical moment for him. See, you killed a member of my family. <gasps> and now you have to kill a member of yours. What? And you get to pick who it is. <gasps> Or they all die. Oh, shit. And here's what's going to happen. Step number one, paralysis of the legs. (gasps) Step number two, refusal to eat. (gasps) Step number three, bleeding from the eyes. How? Step number four, death. How? Uh, I'm so upset. I'm so upset. Security escorts Martin McDuff out. (laughs) (laughs) That's really upsetting. We go immediately to Bob's room and Colin sees that he doesn't want to eat. Oh no, which is what he said. What does he do and what do you do? Uh, Force feed him. Like straight up put like that thing that Hatter had where it's like, you don't want to eat. I'm so sorry. I'm going to force food into your esophagus and down into your stomach. Mm -hmm. That's what we both do. Colin (laughs) and I make that decision together that that's what we're doing. Team. Um, That is what he does. Um, I I don't even know why I said, what do you do? Because I don't know the correct way if this is good or bad for you. (laughs) But you said yes. Um, there's no other, there's no other thing to do. You can't like, if someone won't eat, tries to force him and he like, can't eat. Like he, he literally shoves food down. Like it's very aggressive. It's okay. Aggressive. Well then stop. He like shoves food into his face and he's like, 
yeah, it's like, why are you doing that? Well, so what I would do is surgical, like just to be clear, I would give him a surgical feeding. I mean, in this immediate moment. Okay. Got it. All right. Fine. Like this immediate moment that this just happened to you. I would immediately immediately give surgery. No anesthesia. (laughs) Scalpel open my kid. Okay. That's terrifying. Um, so they're at the hospital. They're all like the, the parents and Bob are at the hospital trying to shove food down Bob's throat. That doesn't Uh. work. And then Kim Mm -hmm. and Martin McDuff are just cuddled in her room. I think they're like talking French to each other or something. And he's like, do you have your period? Um, And then she like stands up and she takes off her dress. And then she lays awkwardly on the bed. Oh, God. Similar to Nicole. Not like playing dead, but it's just like an awkward like. Right. Like, I'm 13 trying to look sexual. Um. And he's like, you're the prettiest girl I've ever seen. Um, but he's like, but I have to go. What? <laughs> and then like, she's like, I love you so much. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway. Oh, she got blue balls. <laughs> and then, um, uh, so then they're at the hospital. They're getting like more tests done. And they're like, okay, maybe it's like a psychosomatic disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's like creating it basically, you know? And Colin's like, no, that's not what it is. And then we see Colin like, Pushing Bob in a wheelchair Mm -hmm. just down a hallway in the hospital. And like all of a sudden he picks him up and then he like just like throws him around and just like drops him on the ground. Oh God. (laughs) Like trying to like shock him out of not being able to walk if it's psychosomatic. No. He, so Bob's laying on the floor on the ground and Colin's like, Bob, let's let's tell each other a secret. Tell me, like I'm going to tell you a secret I've never told anyone, and you can tell me a secret too. And then he like tells him something about like masturbating as a kid, or like something like really weird. Oh my god, um, and everybody! Like, um, and he's like, I, I've never told anyone that before. So now you tell me. A Nor secret. should you have. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's like, now you tell me a secret. You know, like it's okay. Just tell me. Um, so I think basically like I wrote down, I was like, oh, he thinks it's like maybe an act. Like he's like, if this is an act, like this is your chance. Like this is your chance to tell me. Right. Like, like I'm okay. going to be vulnerable. So you feel more yeah, comfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like okay. my roommate Maya like happens to be walking through again and during this moment and she's like a therapist. So she's like, he's in such denial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, um, so then he like kind of goes back and he's like, Okay, yeah, it must be psychosomatic. Like, he just kind of, like, gives up a little. And then they cut to Kim singing in choir. Mm-hmm. And they're singing Carol of the Bells. <gasps> my favorite Christmas One carol! Of my favorites, too! So, again, like, just an awesome fucking shot. Like, I, I, I didn't even write this down. I just remember it because I loved it so much. It's like, they're far away and they're, like, behind, like, some glass and, like, off the glass is reflective of a like a cross, like a oh wow, like a crucifix actually. Yeah, um, and then they like go past the glass, and it's still it's like a slow like zoom into the choir and zoom into Kim. And what <gasps> happens to her? Her eyes start bleeding. Incorrect. What is it? Um, she passes out. Oh shit! Her legs do her her legs give out? Yeah, she just like she just to the yeah. ground. Shit. Um. And then it's like, you know, they're at the hospital and like Nicole's crying and um, Colin is like, Kim, can, can, can you eat any food? And she like actually tries to. She's just like, 
She's like, I, I just, I can't. I can't eat anything. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. So then at it's this happening. point, Colin is driving. And Maya, roommate, again, happens to be in the room. And she's like, she's like, so he's like driving through uh, um, an area pretty much like by houses and stuff. And she's like, is this Long Island? And I was like, success. <laughs> it must be Brooklyn. It must be Brooklyn Bridge. Yes. They're, in, they're clearly in New York. Why was she able to tell that it was Long Island? I don't know. She was just like, this really looks like Long Island. And I was like, I don't know. I'll take it. Is she from <laughs> Long Island? No. <laughs> All right. I forget why, but she was just like, looks so like funny. but like out of the blue, she was like, is this Long Island? And I was like, I don't know, but I just thought they were at the Brooklyn Bridge. So like, I'm going to say yes. Oh my God. That's so funny. So he's driving to Martin's house, which we can assume is in Long Island now. Got it. Um, and he's just like knocking and screaming like on the door. He's just knocking on the door, like just screaming things at him. Like if they die, like freaking out. Um, but no one's home and he's just like yelling at the house. Um, and then, um, they're at the hospital mm-hmm. and Nicole and Colin are outside. And I mm-hmm. think Colin's like smoking a cigarette. And then Nicole starts asking about Macduff's father's death. Okay. And I guess, um, does, does, does Nicole know what Martin Macduff told Colin? Well, at this point, She's learned more. Okay. That because she goes, had you been drinking that day? <gasps> oh, because he's three years sober. Mm-hmm. But he died two years ago, which would mean he fell off the fucking wagon. And she's like, and he's just like, look, I've been seeing Martin for six months and like, he's weird, but now I think he's dangerous. Like maybe we should call the police. And Nicole is like, no. And again, she's like, had you been drinking that day? Fuck. And he goes, only a little. No. And he's like, a surgeon can't kill a patient. An anesthesiologist can, can, but not a surgeon. That's completely and utterly fucked. Listen to the podcast, Dr. Death. That is some bullshit, Colin. You're in denial. You need to get back to rehab, bitch. <laughs> I just started Dr. Death. I just listened to episode one. Girl, I told um, Eric, I was like, under no circumstances, listen to this. I know. I actually, like, I was like, ooh, glad that we didn't know about this before yeah. Eric got can surgery. Can you imagine if or the, anyone if I, like, I know had ever gotten surgery? Yeah. Can you imagine if I had listened mm-hmm. to that, like, before Eric's no. surgery? It's, nope. I'm only in episode one. And like, no. insane asylum time for me. <laughs> um, okay, keep going. So Colin fell off the wagon and is in denial uh, that a surgeon can't kill a patient. Uh, That's the most fucking ridiculous. A surgeon could kill a patient in a million fucking different ways idiot so license revoked that just happens and then we have the infamous shower scene of course we fucking do with with butt do we see we um, there's so many butts to be seen um so uh i'm glad it's not the 13 year old girl because that would be upsetting because she can't stand um is it colin's butt it is Colin's butt. I was just hoping it was Colin's butt. Because I just wanted it to be. I just question. wanted it. I thought you were going to say Nicole. I just wanted. I wanted it so bad. I wanted it to be Colin's butt so bad. It was great. It happened. <laughs> it happened. I saw it. I was there for it. He's got a great patoot. He does. It was cute. That's a gratuitous shower scene. I can get on board with. And then he's just sitting naked in a chair. What? Sad. 
after his shower. Do we see his penis? No, he's just kind of like holding that area. And just sad. It's like dim. Oh, poor buddy. Yeah. I mean, but also a surgeon can kill someone. Get it together. So then we're back at the hospital. So um, Kim and Bob are in the same, I was going to say hotel room. (laughs) (laughs) Hospital room. Hospital room together. And Kim gets a phone call. From Martin Martin McDuff. And he's out in the parking lot. And so we see him standing out there. And then she stands up and walks to the window. Bitch, you can't stand? Yeah, but she she was like, okay. Like, he's kind of like, yeah, come to the window. Like, you don't hear his, you don't hear his side. Right. But she's like, I can, I can. She's like, okay, I'll try. And then so she, like, gets up. It's like two, two three steps or right, something. Right, right, right. Goes still. to the window. Um, and, and, like, he's not there anymore. She's like, I can't see you. I can't see you. But we had, like, seen him out there before. It's, like, a little weird. And then <laughs> Bob's like... Bob's like, she got up. I want to get up too. And then he immediately falls on the floor. Oh, I laughed so much. Oh, so you're a terrible person. You know how falls are just so funny. I know. Well, I don't find falls funny, and I think you're a monster for thinking. I falls. think that I think that falls are funny, and I think that that is a natural human thing. The only falls I think are funny are when Chris falls. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. But that 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 is that's it though. I know. There's I a know. reason that people like watch that. Like <laughs> on like there's like memes of it. You know what I mean? Like there's like people just watch people falling all the time because it's funny. I like it if I immediately know that the person wasn't hurt. Yeah, he wasn't hurt. Yeah, he was okay. fine. All right. All he right, just like right. he's like I want to walk to the window too and gets <laughs> off the bed and just <laughs> hits the ground. <laughs> immediately hits the okay, ground. It's a little funny. It's funny. I was just like, oh gosh, I just couldn't stop laughing. Um, and um, anyway, so then like, then Kim or and then Nicole kind of like walks up behind Kim and is like staring out the window. And then like she gets off the phone and she's like, I don't want you talking to Martin ever again. Yeah, me and neither. And she like grabs her wrist and she takes the phone. And then Kim's like, you can't tell me what to do. Well, she's like, um, She's like, you won't be able to move either. You'll see. So she fucking knows? What the Christ? Then it cuts to Nicole at Martin McDuff's house. Okay. So then she's sitting in the living room with him. He's eating spaghetti. (laughs) And she goes, my husband told me about you and your dad. And he's like, did did he say anything about my mom? Because ever since my, ever since he killed my father, he's been flirting with my mom. <gasps> She's into it. Nuh-uh. She thinks he has lovely hands. But he's not into it. She thinks he has beautiful hands. And then he's just like eating spaghetti. He tells a story about like how his dad ate spaghetti or something and like all these things. Um, and... I don't know if she says, like, why are you doing this or something, but, like, he says something like it's the only thing close to justice. Oh, God. Um, but also, how are you doing this, bro? So then um, Bob and Kim are going home because nothing can be done. <laughs> so they basically just have hospital beds set up at their house at this point. American healthcare system. <laughs> and then um, Nicole now goes and meets up with Matthew. Anesthesiologist friend. Got it. 
Yeah. And like a diner or something. And she asks him about the surgery. Mm-hmm. About Macduff's dad's surgery. Macduff's dad's surgery. And yeah, so she kind of like describes him, like when it was, da da da, it was this, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he's, and Matthew's just like, I don't remember. I mean, I could ask for the, or for the files, but you know, it's hard to like find those things. You do a lot of fucking surgeries. Yeah. And then, um, you know, and then she like says more about like something about like medical history and like cause of death and blah. And then he's just like, oh wait, I mean, now now I think I remember. Um, what, what do I get in return? (gasps) What does what? she offer and what do you offer? She offers sex. I offer um I offer money. We have money. He's a doctor. Um you get half points for her and zero points for you. Really? You don't think that would keep me alive offering money? I don't think you'd get what you want. Okay. All right. So what does she offer? Um, a blowjob. So then uh, she says what you didn't get at lunch for your house. What? So then they cut to like the outside of a car and you just hear him like it's like a voiceover. Um, and it's Martin or well, no, Matthew. Matthew. Matthew anesthesiologist is talking. Uh-huh. And he's just like. An anesthesiologist is never the cause. It's always the surgeon. Well, of course. (laughs) And then he's like, um, he had two drinks that morning, (gasps) but that was usual for that time period, you know. Oh, shit. And then it cuts to inside the car and she's like giving him a handy. A handy. (laughs) So that was pretty, yeah, that was pretty close. Um, He could have gotten anything and all he wanted was a handy. Yeah. That's all they showed. That's all that seemed to happen. All right. So the kids are in hospital beds in their house. Um, (laughs) They got, I loved this. This Like, (laughs) this was so great. So like they got to the kitchen and Colin's like sitting at the dinner table and like Nicole's like either like, she's like, like, I think she's like standing against like, you know, like the kitchen counter and Colin's just eating and he's like talking about how he wants her to make mashed potatoes or something, blah, blah, blah. And Nicole's just staring at him. So mad. Like just fucking like laser eyes yeah and she's like you do have beautiful hands (gasps) and she's like you lifeless incompetent man like you're talking about mashed potatoes and we're and our kids are dying and we're in this because of you oh my god i bet and was so good at that yeah, it was so good. And then Colin's just like, "Well, what? Do you, how do you expect us to get out of it? Like, what do you think we do? Like a like um, like teeth from this and hair from that and pubes from that or something? What? And then he just keeps saying like teeth, hair, pubes, and he just starts throwing everything like as if he's like what? making like a like like witch's potion sort of right, thing. Like right. a teeth from this, a tooth from this, and the hair from this, and pubes from that. And he's just like, and then he like literally like opens up the cabinet and starts throwing place and he's like, teeth, hair, pubes, teeth, hair, pubes, and just starts throwing shit around. I do not know um, what is happening. I'm upset by it. And um, <laughs> he's making a pube potion? Like he's just screaming. No, he's screaming. Like right. he's mad at her. He's like, I, what do you think we should do? I understand. I just wouldn't, in my anger, never have I ever gone to pube potion. Um, and, uh, he's like, if, uh, <laughs> <laughs> where'd you go? Can't read my own writing. <laughs> um, 
and then they're in bed and Colin says to Nicole, he's like, if he's telling the truth, you'd be sick too. And she's like, great, let's just wait till we're all dead. Yeah. What the fuck? Um, so then it's like the middle of the night. Like you already have fucking proof, dude. Like you already saw that like both of your kids are fucking paralyzed and both of your kids won't eat. Like how it's just a fucking coincidence. I mean, he's just trying to be in denial deny. like he is about his alcoholism. So then it's like the middle of the night and Colin's just like up like smoking. And then it's like morning and Nicole's like in bed sleeping still. And we see his hand all like bloody and bruised. And it just kind of like gently like wakes up Nicole. Mm -hmm. And he's like, come to the basement. What's in the basement? A pube potion. Um, What is in the basement? Uh, Some... Is it his stash of alcohol? His stash of secret alcohol. Like he's coming clean. No. What if I say who's in the basement? Oh, Martin McDuff. Yes. I'm going to give you half points. Okay, half points. That's fair. Gave it to yeah. you. Okay. I would think that the bloody um, bruised hands would have been the giveaway for that. Well, it wasn't Kim. Well, I knew it when I saw it. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to give you zero points for you your tood. fucking biatch. You tood, you got it wrong. <laughs> no more second chances, bitch. <laughs> okay, so Martin so, McDuff is Martin McDuff is beating the fuck up and tied up. And um, like he's just like talking. Like they had like talked about like his mom's lemonade earlier. And so he's just like... Something about lemonade, blah, 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 you know? And then he says something about murderer, and Colin just punches him in the face. And then Martin McDuff bites Colin, Mm -hmm. and he kind of, like, pulls away. And then he bites his own arm and rips out a chunk of skin. What the fuck? Like, a big chunk. And he's like, this is the only way to make us feel better. What? It's a metaphor. It's symbolic. I promise you there are other ways to feel better, and dude. And then Nicole then, got to Nicole, who's cleaning out blood out of the car in the garage. Uh-huh. And she hears a gunshot <gasps> and runs to the basement. Um, what does she find there? She finds um, uh, Colin with a smoking gun in his hand having just shot Martin McDuff. Incorrect. What does she find? Um, um, he has a gun and he shot it, but he did not shoot Martin McDuff. Shot himself? No, he just... Just sh- fired. Fired. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, um, and Martin is just like talking to him and he's like, and like, the, she's, like she's like, what are you going to do? And he's like, we can, we can just bury him in the backyard. And... And Martin's just like, I mean, what are you going to tell the cops? You know, because it's like, like what? Like, I only killed one person. How come four are dead now? Because that doesn't make sense. Uh Uh-oh. You're in trouble, Colin. Because he's like, if you kill me, they're all going to die. Right. Sorry. So then um, Kim is talking to Bob and she's like sitting by a window smoking. Jeez. Um, and she's like, I'm glad he didn't kill him. That was the right choice. Meaning dad didn't kill Martin. He's right. like, that was the right choice. Otherwise, he'd kill four people. 
I'm going to live with Martin. <gasps> Sorry. We all love you, Bob. And she's like, I lost my MP3 player. Can I have yours when you're dead? What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> shit. So she's a sociopath. And then Bob is army crawling. <laughs> oh, because he can't walk, little yeah. baby. So there's, from this point forward, Bob and Kim just straight army crawl everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of army crawls just dragging themselves. So he's just dragging himself like through the living room into like a dining room, basically. I'm pulls imagining open a, door. a chase scene between the two of them <laughs> where they're only both crawling up. <laughs> um, so he like opens the door and he pulls out a pair of scissors. What does he do with the scissors? It relates to something we've talked about at one point in time. What in does he do story. with the scissors? Um, fuck. Well, okay, so let me just kind of work through some things. Mm -hmm. What I was going to say was that he stabs himself in the legs to sort of like try to have feeling in his legs. Mm -hmm. But we've also had a lot of conversations about hair on various parts of people. Um, I don't, I don't, I know this isn't right, but I'm going to say he like stabs himself in the leg to try to like get feeling to his legs. Um. That is incorrect. What does he do? He cuts his hair. Cuts his hair. Oh, you were because so he close. was going to get a haircut. Remember? No, yeah. I, I, it was, it was actually on the tip of my tongue that I was like, there was something about cutting something, and I just could, I just couldn't remember what it was. Yeah. But yes. Okay. So he cuts so his close. hair. So um, he cuts his hair, and then he army crawls into the kitchen where his dad is. Sup, <laughs> <laughs> dad? And he's like, I should have listened to you. I should have cut my hair before. And he's like, I promise, I'm going to water the plants. Like that's like clearly his job job chore. um because they talk about it like a couple times throughout about like bob watering the plants and he's like also i decided i want to be a cardiologist not an ophthalmologist so i think nicole is an ophthalmologist okay basically yeah, yeah. um what's an ophthalmologist again i don't know that's <laughs> you're the doctor I, you should know that's this is very embarrassing go ahead um and then it's just like a shot of colin by himself just man crying oh just fucking like I actually love when guys, uh, when they show this in movies where it's crying. like c crying because it's just like, it's literally just bubbling out of him. Like yes. he's just sitting there and then he's just like, cause he's like alone too. Right. And he still doesn't want to cry. Like yeah. he's still just like, blah, 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 blah. like it just like overflows out of him. Um, it's so important. Yeah. It's so important for men to see I other know. men cry. It's so important. And for just uh, let boys cry, let yeah. boys cry. Hashtag, Hashtag let, let boys, boys cry. cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Colin goes to the school mm -hmm. where Bob and Kim have gone. And he's talking to whoever, maybe the principal or something. And he's like, well, Bob is really great at math and science. And Kim is great at liter literature and history, music, and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, as for behavior, I mean... They're both a little restless, but not rude. And Colin's like, do you like one more than the other? Which one do you say is the best? Oh, God. Colin, no. You can't. No. And he's like, I don't know. Oh, Colin, you don't know. You don't get to pick a child. Th did you learn nothing from Sophie's Choice? But do you remember what Martin McDuff told him? Yeah, he said either one or all of them. I get it, but it's just like... I don't know. I feel like I would just kill myself. So it cuts back to the house 
while he's there um, during the day. It's like the basement steps. Nicole is carrying Bob down the steps and Kim is army crawling down. (laughs) (laughs) So awkward. To see Martin. (laughs) So. Um, So. (laughs) So Nicole's like changing Martin's bandages. And they're just like in silence for a while. And then he's like, thank you for bringing them down. I really wanted to see them. And he like wants a hug from Bob. And Bob is just like, no. No. (laughs) You can't have a hug. And Nicole like kneels down and kisses his feet. Kisses Martin McDuff's feet? Martin McDuff's feet. And he goes, Anna, apparently her name's Anna. (laughs) Nicole, if you're going to do something, you better do it um, soon because the boy is going to die soon. Or he's like, you better do it fast because the boy is going to die soon. What can she do? Anna Nicole cannot bring your dad back. And we cut to the bedroom again, uh-huh. Nicole and Colin. Uh-huh. And Nicole starts kissing his hands and she gets on top of him and she's naked at this point. Mm-hmm. And we see a little side boob. And then what does she do? Uh, she gets on top of him and she's naked. Mm-hmm. She and she was kissing his hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like the answer isn't bone him because I feel like you're looking at me like that's not the answer. I feel like she does something creepier. Oh, and what do you do? You need to pick with both. Yeah, I'm pretty pissed at him. Um, I think uh, I would give him an epic case of blue balls just for revenge. Um, but I don't know. Does she bone him? But what, why? Why would she do that? I don't know. What does she do? Um, I would have thought you were going to say kill him. But um, no, I don't think she, she has it in her. I don't, I, don't, I don't think she has it in her. She lays down and plays dead. Girl. General anesthetic style. Girl. <laughs> and she's like totally naked now. Girl. Um, and has super nice boobs. Oh, she does have great boobs. And um, so she's, you know, doing their general anesthetic thing. And what does he do? Um, he bones her. No. What's he do? He reaches over and turns off the light. <laughs> like he's like, I'm not doing this. He's not into it. Or he, he literally just-, just reaches over and turns off the light. Yeah, like no. <laughs> and like leaves her sitting there. Oh, snap rejection much um and then so she like kind of cuddles up to him and she's like the most logical thing although harsh is to kill a child i mean we can have another we we both of us can and if we can't we can do ivf but i think that we can what in the actual fuck is happening that this is crazy town (laughs) they're insane people No, I would 100% like figure out if my death would like pay the price, like be the pound of flesh and kill myself rather than choose a kid. No fucking way. No fucking way. I'd be like, listen. as Nicole or you? As as Colin Colin or Nicole. Mm. Like I'd be like, Martin McDuff, I'm just going to pee. Like I'm tapping out. Does Mm -hmm. that, like, are we square? Like, is that cool? Mm -hmm. Boy, bye. So then we cut to, this is really interesting. 
we're watching Kim Army crawl down the stairs. And then we hear a voiceover of her. Mm -hmm. And she's saying, I'm sorry for what I did tonight. I was thinking only of me. I was I was scared. She killed Bob. And we're like, she's army crawling down the stairs. And then she actually thought that at first. Yeah. Um, And then we see her like kind of smoking with Martin. Um, And. And then. um, And then it like kind of like cuts to her talking to Martin and she's like, we can leave now. Just help me walk. She's like. I'll, I'll untie. She's like, they're all asleep. Like I'll untie you. And if you can make me better then we can just run away, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And then he's just like staring at her and she's just like, try harder. And she just starts throwing things at him. She's like, try harder. Like make me walk. Yeah. You know? And then it cuts to like the parents like looking for her. Like they're like looking all around the house mm-hmm. and like she's nowhere. She's not even in the basement. And oh. then she's like, um, and then they start like driving down the street and Is she's Martin like, still out- in the basement? Yeah. And then she's like outside on the sidewalk, just, just army crawling her. around the she's neighborhood. Dragging herself to the neighborhood. By the way, I'm picturing you <laughs> doing this and it's, it's really, it's playing, it's playing really humorously in my head. <laughs> Basically, yes. (laughs) And so, um, so like the original voiceover, then we cut to like that. It's a continuation of that. And she's like sitting on Colin's lap and he's like, like putting alcohol on like her bruises, like Mm. from her legs. Yeah. And she's just like, um, she's talking to her parents and she's in there like, and she's like, just kill me and, and let me save everyone else. Um, and she's like. I love you all. Remember that when I'm in my grave. Which is a huge departure from her asking for Bob's MP3 player after he dies. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. All right. Because um, maybe Kim- she's saying that on purpose. Oh, Kim's being sneaky. Um, Both Kims. This Kim <laughs> and that Kim. K squared. So then it's morning. The next morning, um, we're in the kitchen. Uh, it's Nicole and Colin. And Nicole's like... I let him go. Fuck, Nicole. And Colin freaks out. And she's like, it's not going to make a difference. I mean, I don't, I mean, she's not wrong. Like, he's laid his terms out. Yeah. So then um, Nicole's giving a SpongeBob to SpongeBob. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. She's giving a SpongeBob. (laughs) SpongeBob. If you hear a double, if you hear a double, triple giggle, it's because Kim is being laughed at by her roommate as well. Oh god! So she's giving him a SpongeBob. He's in lives in a pineapple under the sea. So and she's giving a sponge bath to Bob and Kim. Oh god, she's giving a sponge bath. Um, and then because his name is Bob. Catherine's crying. She's giving a sponge bath to Bob. She's giving a sponge bath to Bob and Kim. Okay. And Kim is like, I'm sorry I was rude to you at the hospital. Um... (laughs) 
Adrian's crying right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, I'm all right. She's giving it. She, I'm sorry I was rude to you. <laughs> That's Gim's like. Okay. I'm sorry I was rude to you at the hospital when she like grabbed her phone. You know, and was like. Oh no! Um, when she was like, "You can't ever speak to yeah, Martin yeah. again." Um, <clears throat> and then she's like, "Do your legs feel numb? Does your back feel numb? Has it started yet?" Uh oh! Wait, uh, Kim is saying that to, to Nicole. Fuck. Okay. And then Nicole is sleeping, mm-hmm. and Colin is just standing next to the bed staring at her oh lord cut downstairs to bob he has a new symptom what is it (gasps) eyes bleeding it is i mean that one was a gimme though because it was we already have he won't eat oh my god he hasn't eaten for a long time well at this point they've had feeding tubes okay yeah the thing i suggested in the beginning yeah the immediate suggestion yeah um so Bob is bleeding from the eyes, and Kim yells, Dad, come quick, Bob's dying. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> so then it's like Bob and Colin just sitting, and Colin's just like cleaning his bleeding eyes. <laughs> and he goes, Dad, who's your best friend? And Colin's like, I don't know. And he's like, I have three. The bottle. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's like, I have three. Two boys and one girl in my class. Aww. It's just real cute and sweet. Oof. Remember how like I'm keeping Bob alive. The last movie Fuck I that did. Little bitch. Yeah, the last movie I did. I was like, I don't care about any of these people. Like these ones, I'm like, I, I care, care about, about everybody. Yeah. Do you even care about the the little Kim bitch? I do. I mean, the way you're describing her, I think she's a sociopath. Um, I think she's like under Martin's spell yes okay i think she's in love with him and it's just like and love makes you do crazy things and if i know anything about being a crazy teenage girl in love those kims those kims um all right so here we go are you ready yep nicole's in the bedroom colin walks in he says come to the living room And she says, where are the children? And he's like, they're already there. And she goes, I think I'm going to wear that black dress. And he's like, wear whatever you want. We go to the living room. The kids are duct taped up. (gasps) One is sitting on the couch. One is sitting on a chair. Um, Then we see... Nicole sitting on another, another chair. Another, <laughs> another chair. Okay. Duct taped as well. So they're basically in a triangle. Right. A little circle triangle. Duct taped up. Colin starts putting pillowcases on each one of their heads. Motherfucker. He picks up the shotgun. Oh my God. He has a beanie on his head. And he puts it down like <gasps> over his eyes, like he covers yes. his entire face. So he can't see where he's he going to shoot. He holds up the gun and he just spins around <gasps> in circles and fires. What? Do you know what my reaction is? 
<laughs> what a fucking piece of shit coward. What a fucking piece of shit coward. Listen, I don't believe, listen, listen, I'm so angry. He has a drinking problem. I get it. I'm pretty sure you killed that dude because you were drunk. That sucks. It happens. You should lose your license. Got it. Martin McDuff is a fucking crazy person. However, the cards have been dealt and you did something that caused somebody else to be pissed off and now he's going to kill your family or you. Shoot your fucking self. Well, he never said, I'm going to kill you. He said, you killed someone in my family and now you have to kill someone in your family. Okay, so he... so. So what you're saying is Colin wasn't one one of the options. So like it's not discussed, but that's the way I take it. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they could have added that in to be like, just I'll kill myself. And right. then like, so, you know, so yeah, he's more of a stand up guy. But like, because I guess in my, um, in my head, even if that wasn't presented that way, that would be like the first fucking thing. Like as soon as someone was like, yeah. if someone was like, choose between Eric Hatter, Tallulah or Alice, I'd be like, Am I an option? Because I'm not doing that. Yeah. That's so, yeah, it basically, because he doesn't want that. He doesn't want him to die. He wants him to suffer the death of yeah, someone in sure. his family. Yes. I'm just mad. Keep going. All right. So he spins in circles and fires mm-hmm. and hits a lamp. Of course he does. So he looks up, sees what it is, <clears throat> puts the hat on again, spins in circles shoots hits something else he does it again shoots who does he hit who do you hope that he hits <sighs> all right this is where ish okay um those kids are going to need so much therapy so let me play these out let's say he hits nicole uh, those kids are like mentally fucked for life. Um, I don't see them as being like a particularly uh, open family. Like I don't see him being like, you guys need to be in therapy for the rest of your lives. Um, if he hits Bob, I think that's really fucking sad because that kid had mm-hmm. a lot to live for. I don't trust that Kim bitch, but I also understand that she's like 13 and in love. <sighs> Only based on life expectancy, math, I would have to go with Nicole Mm -hmm. because I just feel like there is no right option. They're all terrible, but like you don't kill children. They still have so many decisions to make, so many life choices to be had and so much more life to live. She's at least an adult and is made some choices that's what i'm gonna say so Ketrin but i hate killed it. nicole kidman I killed nicole Catherine officially called Ni- killed nicole kidman um who did he kill if he didn't kill nicole then he fucking well sucks. i know you he spun in a circle and shot someone. oh okay so um who is he, it he killed bob yep he killed fucking bob he fucking bob bob fucking bob he killed bob and then again, just great shots. Like an orchestra starts playing, and then like blood is just like dripping down, like his pillowcase, Ugh. basically. It's real Ow. sad. 
Oh my god, and the sirens are coming to help Bob. Oh, Bob. And then more music plays, and it's like this like <laughs> I wrote it down. Apparently it's called Johanna's Passion, but it's like that creepy opera music almost that it's like yes. I'm not sure if it's that are exact you one, an but opera it's singer? like <laughs> Are you an opera? <laughs> Is this particular episode your audition for The Voice? Because it should be. <laughs> that was that was. Me. I'm not even sure that is the song, but it but was it's like good. it's good. It's along those lines of yeah. like that opera music where it's like creepy. Yeah. Um, so then it cuts to the diner. The family is sitting at a table. Nicole Collin. And Kim on the other side. Uh-huh. Martin McDuff walks in. He walks by them, uh-huh. sits at like the counter. He turns around, looks at Kim. Real close up of Kim putting ketchup on the fries. And she just like eats French fries, staring at him. Close up of the parents. Demon music playing. <laughs> <laughs> and then all three of them. Colin, Nicole, and, and Kim, Kim stand up and walk out. <gasps> Creepers. Kim and Martin look at each other. The music climaxes. Cut to black. Whoa. And that is the killing of a sacred deer. I have questions. How <sighs> did he do that? With magic? They never go into it. How do you think he did it? I don't know. It's unclear. I feel like it is not magic, but some sort of psychosomatic hypnotism of some kind. I don't know if that's possible. It's, it's but it's like unclear. The world because the world that they've created is ultimate realism. Is realism very much realism? That's. They talk about lemonade a lot. Like, part of me is like, is he putting it in the lemonade? In the lemonade. Like, because like, it's got to be something that he's doing where he knows that there is a series of events that will happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and there's no, I mean, there's there's no discussion of it being anything other than realism. But yeah, yeah how would he be like, doing it? It could be, like, some type of poison, but it's confusing as to how, like, you need to like, kind of be keep. It's keep doing it usually. and you need to be like yeah like present like able to get into their house and shit yeah so and to like this make sounds, sure it's only bob first and then exactly yeah. so this sounds like an amazing movie i was it's just telling really good. maya during our technical difficulties that this is i think the first movie that you've told me where i'm like even though i know exactly what's going to happen i still want to watch it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I recommend it just because of the way it's shot. It's it sounds amazing. beautiful, and it sounds like the acting is legit as fuck. Acting's good. Um, music's amazing. Um, <laughs> um, I figured out the song. We had a little technical difference. We had to stop, and I looked it up. It's Ellie Golding "Burn." Oh my god, I so fucking love like, that. I do love that song. Fire, fire, yes. fire! But she's singing it like just by herself, like on a tree. So she's like, "And we got the fire." Like she sings it in like yes. a different way. Okay, I actually do know that song. I like, love it's like, it. But she's like just singing a cappella. Yeah. So she's like. So I'll just keep, should I, should I just keep imitating no, you things know that what? I don't I know I got how it. to do? I think I got it. <laughs> 
But do you know what's so funny that you just said that? Should My I submit this? Dad and I have a running list going mm-hmm. of song. It's literally called Songs That Should Be Acapella. That is on it. Oh, well, then you'll love this long moment of her singing against a tree. Yeah, it's, it um, sounds amazing. She sings it for um, a while. We picture it with a, a giant co-ed choir because we really want like the bass notes and the super twinkly high sopranos. Anyway, if anyone wants to hear about me and my dad's list, of- <laughs> um, no, it sounds amazing. The yeah, only thing I would ask—if you thought my singing was bad—just <laughs> listen to Catherine and her dad talk about acapella <laughs> lists. Whatever. Um, I do have one question though. So, being on this end of the couch, I would give this like like ninety-five Rotten Tomatoes for sure. Yeah, but that the five percent Rotten Tomatoes is that I feel unresolved about how he did this. D- like, did yeah. you feel dissatisfied um, by that? I feel dissatisfied I by that. Was so like, oh my fuck! Just because uh, you really experienced with them, it, it was like I experienced it with them. I yes. felt like that I couldn't. I it just it didn't even. I it didn't matter because it just was happening, and it almost didn't matter how. Wow. I don't know. Or I, I don't know. It just, it didn't. Yeah. I don't well, I mean, know. I was just so to- like, I couldn't <clears throat> get over it. Like when they started, cause I, when they did the living room thing, I wasn't expecting that. There were some things that happened and I was like, oh, I see this. Like I expected this, like this yeah. makes sense. Da, da, da. Yeah. When they got to that point, I was like, shut, shut the front door. Yeah. Like I was like, are you, are you? And at this point Maya had left already. And I was just like, oh. This is why what I need I a person. This is why I need a person to watch movies with. Because I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Are they doing this? Are they, is he actually doing this? Like I was like losing my mind by so myself. Here's, here's what I, I'm actually still going to stand by by my choice to kill myself. Even though uh, that wasn't one of the options given. Yeah. Here's my logic. I still would end the game by killing myself. How do you know that if you killed yourself, that all three of them wouldn't still die? Uh, What if that didn't end the game? What if that just continued the game? And then if like you basically, you basically, you killing yourself killed, equaled all three of them dying. Okay. Well, here's my really fucked up thing that just occurred to me right now. One, I don't think that that would happen only because, uh, Martin McDuff's objective was to make me suffer. Once I am dead, he has no means of making me suffer. Part 1B, 2B, is that, and this is really fucked up, I'm about to say it, I'm dead, so. You don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I would feel much more guilt. I mean, I guess I'm dead, but like. You're dead. You don't feel guilt. But if you don't know, like. I'd have what I'm saying is that's basically why yeah and that's why it's such a good title too because like um Maya was like what are you watching I was like the killing of a sacred deer and she's like what does that mean and I was like don't know yet and then I was like that's what what it means means now because I I I still stand by what I said that it's like there's to me there's no other logical choice but to kill myself because it's like that's the only chance that I have of maybe ending the game and if I like there is a chance that it won't end the game but it is the best chance I have of the other three staying alive. 
I disagree. Like, really? I feel like you might kill all three of them with that. I don't think that's the best chance. But then I'm dead and I don't care. And we all go float around the well, then you're, together. And you're even more of an asshole. I would say you're more of an asshole for killing. If killing yourself kills all three of them, then you're more of an asshole. But then we can go haunt him. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I don't worry, know. Bob's I might. Haunt him anyway. I might. T- I mean, I would definitely come to your house and talk this out with you if I was faced <laughs> with these choices. But I like, mean, that I would, would like to ask if that's an option. I would be like, "What yeah. if I just come again?" Like, you know, I would definitely put that on the table a bit more yeah. than he ever does. And I would bring you in um, as my negotiator, but and be like, "Listen, here's yeah. what Ketron is thinking." It kind of seems like that's what they keep throwing down, where it's like, pick one or it's all. Yeah. Fuck, and dude. you're not an option. It's like pick one of those three humans, or all three humans die. You Fuck. kill yourself. You didn't pick one. You didn't pick one. So all three die. Like you know I what I mean? You. Like yeah, that's the game. I do. That is the game. So, so then in that scenario, like so I am the asshole die. by just being like, I'm not playing anymore. Like I'm taking my ball yeah. and going home. I hear you. So, um, but I also just like then you <sighs> kind of just take the easy way out, really. Yeah, but it's like how the fuck? I mean, and then they suffer even more. I I just like. Alice Hatter and Tallulah are staring at me. Like, what the... F- like, I just fucking kill myself. Like, I just couldn't fucking do it. And then they all die. Uh, and they have to clean up you. And then also... This is terrible. die themselves. I no, don't it's want fucking horrible. To make, I don't want to make this choice. It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. Um, that's why it was such a good movie. And that's why, like, it's maybe not the best movie for, like, our game. Because there wasn't a lot of, like... What can you do? And da 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 da. But like, it was such a good yeah. Because I can't go back in time and not be a drunk. Um, that would be what. Yeah. What I would do <laughs> is not operate on someone while I had been drinking. Yeah. Well, that's what I would do. Too late. Fuck. Too late, ma'am. Dude, too late. You already did it. I'm still mad about him being like surgeons don't kill someone. I'm like that doesn't even make any fucking sense. Did you go to medical school? Literally. Well, there it's are funny that they trillion ways it's to just kill funny. Someone. I think it's funny that they both say it. Like they both say it for the opposite. Person. I know it's just you know. idiotic. All right. So some of the questions I asked you, I just wanted like your opinion. So I didn't <laughs> have like a you get points for that because yeah. like who? How do you live or die? But I was just like, who do you want to kill? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not even going to count that. So one, two, bunch of no's. No, no, no. Almost a half point that I vetoed. <laughs> you vetoed. Some other half point, apparently. Two and a half points. I thought you did a good job. I know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My scorekeeping's interesting. I did better in the beginning. You did do better in the beginning. Yeah. I don't know. I have like a check mark and then an X and a no and then a Y squared. With Count a that two. check. <laughs> Count that check. I'm counting the check for sure. Now I have to start over. <laughs> All right. Let's go back again. Let's get into this. All no's. Oh, wait, eight. Okay. Eight and a half. Okay, you got a lot of these. One, two, three, four. Count of 12 and a half. Out of what? 28. That makes sense. <laughs> it does. <laughs> okay. So you got 12 and a half points out of 28 points. I studied really hard for the beginning of the test. Ketrin's back. Phil. <laughs> I love Fuck it. You. Oh, shit. Can't trans back. Oh, less than 50%. Second again. Still better than 
the open house Rotten Tomatoes score. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be our goal for all time. To be better than Rotten Tomatoes. If anyone gets less than 11%, (laughs) the podcast's over. I guess the podcast is over. No, because I already got 11%, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I'm back, baby! Um, that was really good, Kim. It was a really good movie. I finally saw a good movie. Can I get a high five? High for five! That? Hell yes. I'm so Ugh. proud of you. So I'm so exciting. proud of your picker. So exciting to just watch a good movie. But next time, I'm going to get a good movie and a good horror movie that has like fun. Um, what what do would you do? You do? This yeah. was great, though. Like, it's fine. I, I get it because. I'm giving it lots of stars or skulls or whatever we or decided hauntings. we're doing. I don't or know. Deers. Bullets. It gets five deers. <laughs> I'm giving this film five deers. <laughs> <laughs> and on that beautiful note, uh, um, this is, oh, well, oh, okay. So this is really important, everybody. You, we are available on all kinds of platforms. Yeah. You're probably listening on iTunes. Uh, but Maybe you not. could all listen. You could all, well, our analytics say that most of our listeners are on iTunes, but we would love for you to listen on Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, Google, Google Play. Play. We're on all of them. Um, we're on all of them. Um, please, please, please subscribe and review. Yeah. Uh, it really helps us out. And we'd and, appreciate it. And we really appreciate it. And it allows us to like keep bringing you these episodes um the next person who writes a review after this episode goes live Airs. i'm gonna sing a song for you so it's gonna be oh, no kim made I'm- up about your name oh and, gosh um it's gonna be great so that's your prize kim we Get want excited. people to review Get it though excited. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, shout out to the people that have already sent us a review. Yes. I would like to shout out to our first two uh, reviews that I think came in on the same day. My girl, Melody Hollis. Um, Melody. In New York. I love you, bitch. And then Hello. my fucking uh, best, one of my bestest friends uh, from fucking middle school, dude. That's how long I've known Sarah. Um, Sarah Bollard in Baltimore. Thank you. Sarah. Um, and to everyone who subscribed and listened, we love you. And thank you for listening to us yeah. shoot the shit. We super appreciate it. So um, if you don't mind, please just hit five stars or if you like it. And then if you like it, review. Or like if you're listening right now, take a screenshot and share it on like Instagram <gasps> stories. Yes. Because um, we're, we're on all us. We're on all the cool. socials. On- so you can follow us at KK Sam Podcast on all of the things, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Yeah. And I goodbye. Think that's it. Yes. This has been Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Week. Maybe. Let's try that again. This has been <laughs> Kim and we Kat. We were saying two different sentences. That's why. <laughs> I was saying something. Okay. You, you start. Say, you go. This has been Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe. So until next week, stay alive. <laughs> I'm done. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.